The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits here Tuesday, July 20th edition, 13-game main slate on tap for you. It's going to be a fun one, too. we got some good pitching, some really good offensive spots to targets. It'll be some nice nice uh, lineups to build there, unlike Monday night, where it was offensive galore, like we talked about, because the pitching was that bad. So hopefully you guys did well. Um, most of the spots we talked about looked pretty good. Just a matter of if you pieced it all together the right way. Um, you can find me on Twitter at BDentric with questions there, or join me in the free Fantasy DJ and Slack chat. Lots of fun stuff going on over there. My written content, Monday through Fridays at rotoballer.com. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, the free DraftKings Picks articles. So come check that out at rotoballer.com. Also, you can watch this podcast on video form at Rotoballer's YouTube channel. If you'd like to go over there, check that out. If not, go to iTunes, give this podcast a rate and review. I'd really, really appreciate it. Help the podcast out a ton. If you're in a season-long fantasy baseball, go check out the Bench with Bubba podcast Tuesday nights. Bubba and the Bat Flip recording for you, talking about the week's fab recap and much, much more. So give a rate and review on that as well. And also, if you like playing DFS and you like uh, prop bets, go check out Prize Picks. Awesome way to play uh, a different way to play DFS and mix gambling in with it. Really, really fun stuff there. Um, I drop my picks daily in the fantasy DJ Slack chat. Monday night was an easy three pack. Three pack nailed it. So that was it was over early. So it was a good, good, good night for us on Monday night. Basically two out of the last three nights uh, with some big hits there on those cards. So come join us in the fantasy DJ Slack chat and, and sign up for price picks. Download the app. Create an account. Use promo code Bubba when you create that account to let them know I sent you there. And when you do so and make your first deposit, they'll give you a first-time deposit match up to $100. So go check out Price Picks. Use promo code Bubba to get you all the good stuff right there. All right. All that's out of the way. Now let's talk some DraftKings. Let's talk some Tuesday action. Let's talk some 13-game slate. And we'll kick it off with the pitching on this slate. Luis Garcia is 10-4 at um, home against the Cleveland Indians in this matchup. Garcia has been pretty darn good. Pretty, pretty good. 10-4 seems like a steep price tag. But he's been racking up 18-plus points in three of the last four games. Uh, going deep is the problem. He hasn't gone 100 pitches. He's got his highest 96 pitches. Strikeouts have been there, though. Five or more Ks and four straight starts. That's the good part with Garcia. He puts up lots and lots of strikeouts. He's got to hope he goes deep enough in the ball game. Facing the Cleveland team, striking out nearly 26% of the time over the last month. 
first right-handed pitchers uh, hitting 236 with a 92 WRC plus. So I like Garcia quite a bit at 10-4. I like the strikeout upside from Garcia, and that's kind of what we're looking for here. If he gives up a couple runs but still gets those strikeouts, we're good. Steep price tag, though. So if you don't want to go there, I get it, but I'm good with Garcia at 10-4. Next up for me is you, Darvish, with San Diego and Atlanta getting rained out for you on Monday night. They move this, the matchup to Tuesday. Darvish goes from 92 to 98, and reports throughout the day said he's going to be he's good to go. Rehab went well. Shouldn't be limited very much at all. Should be standard protocol. So 98 for Darvish. Against the Braves offense, that's good, but no Ronald Acuna makes a big difference there, striking out 25% of the time. First right-handed pitching. So uh, Darvish at 98, you could get on board with that. One thing I will say before the rainout on Monday, about an hour before lock, he was the chalkiest pitcher on the slate. Like four, He was projected to be 40% owned. And I think that's still, I think that was a bit too high. But I wouldn't have been shocked either because it was a $9,200 U Darvish. Now he's 98, a little more pricey, still pretty cheap for U Darvish. So keep that in mind. He should be very, very popular on the slate. Really good play, but very popular. If you want a nice tournament pivot off of Darvish, Aaron Nola is coming off the COVID IL at 95 hundo at the New York Yankees. This is dicey because you got a Yankees team maybe started warming up over the weekend against Boston, especially on Sunday night baseball. You got Aaron Nola missed a start due to COVID IL. But one thing with Nola, we know he can go 100 pitches pretty easily, and he racks up the strikeouts. He's been giving up home runs lately. That's been a problem with Nola. But he's also racked up a ton of strikeouts, eight or more in three straight starts. He's got um, eight or more in four of his last five, seven or more in five of his last six. He's been a strikeout machine, and that keeps him out of trouble when he does give up a few runs, doesn't ruin your start. Now, it is a Yankees team that strikes out 24% of the time for trying to pitching this last month, hitting 222 with a 154 ISO and a 93 WRC+. They've been scuffling quite a bit. Maybe, like I said, Sunday night was a good day for the Bronx Bombers. We'll see if that continues on here. But if not, Nola at 95 could be a nice tournament play, a nice pivot off of what likely is a popular U Darvish. So keep that in mind with Aaron Nola at 95. Next up on the slate, you could go Shane McClanahan if you want at 86 versus the Baltimore Orioles. I still like some Orioles has some value, but they do strike out 24.5% of the time versus left-handed pitching. And McClanahan's got that strikeout upside just depending on how long he goes in the game. Makes him kind of tricky with 86. Don't mind it at all. Wade Miley, 8,300 bucks at home against the New York Mets. Um, that game went bananas 15 to 11 and 11 innings. Uh, Mets got the W on Monday night. Now we head to Tuesday, and Miley's in play for me. Miley brings a really good floor to the action. He goes six plus innings, most starts, limits the damage. Just question is, can he get the strikeouts? It's a Mets team that usually you can take advantage of. Nolan Dorr is going to be very, very nice for a while for the opposition standpoint. But when you look at the Mets versus left-handed pitching, uh, they strike out 22% of the time. They hit 283 with a 151 ice on a 122 WRC+. So they hit lefties fine. The kicker with Wade Miley in his career, he's a reverse splits guy. So he's not your standard lefty-righty matchup. He actually does much better versus righties because of his cutter that he brings in on the hands of the righties. That's what makes things interesting. Can Miley get beat up? Yes. We've seen Miley get beat up many times in his career. At the same time, he threw a no-hitter this year. And as much as we want to make fun of it, he did it. So there's that for you. Um, at $8,300, I think he's a very decent uh, SP2 play, or if you're going to just punt pitching, could be an SP1. Hopefully brings a good floor to the, to the action for you. If you don't like Wade Miley, 83, let's get on board the Herman Marquez train, 81. He's at Coors Field. He's 8100 bucks, and no one's going to use him. I'm so excited for it. Marquez has 27 or more DK points in four straight starts. He has basically 19 or more in nine of his last 10 starts. And if you've listened to this show long enough, We've been on Marquez every single start. Didn't matter if it's Coors Field or not. We've been rolling with Marquez, and he's been absolutely outstanding. Seven or more Ks in three of his last five starts. He's given up two run runs or less in five straight starts. Doesn't matter if he's home or road. The dude has been outstanding. 
He actually has been better at home, a 306 road uh, home ERA compared to 389 road ERA. He's essentially averaging 18 to 19 points per start on both. He faced um, Seattle once this year, eight innings, two hits, one earned seven Ks. That was in Seattle. It's a Seattle team that you can definitely take advantage of striking out 25.4% of the time versus righties over the last month, hitting 222. So Marquez at 81 in Coors hopefully comes in a little lower owned in that matchup, which really goes well for us. I'm all in on Marquez at 81. It's one of those, if it doesn't work out, that's fine. It worked out nine of the last 10 times. We've been on that train every time. I'll jump on it as next start too. Marquez is pitching that well this year. We'll keep doing it. And Seattle's a team that doesn't scare me that much. So Marquez at 81, I'll jump on board there. Tariq Skubal, 7700 bucks at home against the Texas Rangers. We love Tariq because of that strikeout upside. Even when he gets hit around, gives up the long ball, which he can do, walks too many guys, which he can do from time to time, still gets you the Ks. Five or more Ks in uh, five of the, or four of the last five starts. He's got a couple 20-pointers in there. At worst, 10-plus points. And honestly, Kevin Goffs, Gossman got you nine points on Monday. Pitching so bad these days. If you can get a guy that can lock in 10-plus points, hopefully get you into the 20s if, if Scooble works well, that's tremendous. Going up against a Texas Rangers team that strikes out 22% of the time versus lefties, hitting 277 with a 174 ice on a 123 WRC+. Plus. So they've been hitting lefties very well over the last month. So they might get a home run or two off of Scooble. Scooble just got to get those strikeouts. So Scooble at 77, I'm on board with that one. After that, it's dicey. Like The only other guy I could look at is maybe a Dane Dunning at 67. The Tigers went off on Monday night, so they probably won't score the rest of the week. But the, they, they do strike out 26% of the time. First right-handed pitching, hitting 237 with a 131 ice over the last month. So you could go Dunning if you want. He's just been a massive roller coaster ride. But at $6,700, I get the appeal. Otherwise, my cheapest guy is going to be Tariq Skubal. So you can go Dunning if you want. I don't hate it, but Skubal will be the lowest I want. Like Right now, i got Luis Garcia. Darvish, Nola, and then we drop down to um, Wade Miley, Marquez, Scooble, and then if you have to, Dunning. Most of my builds are going to consist of Garcia, probably Nola over Darvish just to fade the chalk. I love Darvish, though. Don't get me wrong. That's strictly a tournament theory play. And then Marquez and Scooble. Those are my main plays. As of now, we'll see lineups, things can change, all that fun stuff and things. Um Yes, uh, Roger Blackburn mentions Cincy and the Mets should give us more opportunities this week. Fun stuff. Yeah, we're about to talk bats right now, Roger. And uh, yeah, they're in play again tonight, especially Cincinnati. Big, big play on Tuesday night. So let's talk about those bats here. Catcher's position on this slate. Um, you can probably save some cash at catcher if you want, unless you want to go Will Smith versus Alex Wood at 51. You can probably pass on that. I don't mind JT Romuto if you're stacking Philly at 5K. I'd rather not go a one-off with JT, but if you want to stack them, Definitely on board there. Herman gives up a ton of fly balls, and that ball's going to fly out of Yankee Stadium. So you got that going for you. Elias Diaz and Coors at 46. You can go there. Buster Posey's back. He went deep on Monday. He's 4,400. So you got a couple, you got, you got a handful of pricey options at catchers if you want, but we always got the values. Like Mitch Garver came back from the IL, double donged on Monday. He's 36 versus Dallas Keuchel. If you're not using Herman Marquez, Luis Torrens and Coors Field at 36. We know Torrens got a ton of power. You got that going for you. Zach Collins is 34. Tyler Stevens hit in the middle of the Cincinnati lineup is 34 versus Stock. That's a great play. I was really angry because I stacked up Cincinnati, had a great lineup going on Monday. They took Stevenson out early for a double switch. Then they took Winker out later for a double switch. So I lost like five, three to four at-bats total, and that really stung. But still, it was productive, but it stung. So Stevenson at 34 is a really good value at the catcher's position. And this one, going below 3K, though, uh, Reese McGuire's 29 versus Richards. If McGuire gets the call on that one, he's got actually some decent history versus Garrett Richards, and Toronto's 
very, very much in play in that matchup. Um, other than that, though, uh, until we see some lineups, there's not a ton that stands out at this moment uh, outside of that. Yeah, I pretty much – you could go Vic Caratini against the lefty Muller at 2K uh, or see what other option the uh, the Padres throw out there at 2K. Could be very nice, too. First base positioning up Lodito at 6K against Richards. Toronto, they disappointed by only scoring four runs on Monday, so I'm expecting a big game from them against Richards, who you can definitely take advantage of. So Lodito at 6K, definitely in play for you. Muncy hit a moonshot in the first off of Gossman. He's 58, and he owns the Giants this year, owns them. So if you guys want to play narrative street there, he owns the Giants. You got that going for you. But Goldie's been on fire. He's 55, went deep again on Monday. Don't hate that. St. Louis could be a very low-owned stack if you want to go that direction too. I love the Phillies tonight. So Reese Hoskins at 52, checks the boxes versus Herman. Uh, going down cheaper though, well, not too much cheaper. CJ Crones and Coors at 5K if you want to go there. You can. It's against the lefty, so I get it. But Joey Votto's only 45. He's 51 on Monday. 45 or stock in the Mets bullpen. I like that for Votto and your Minnesota stacks. We mentioned Cronenworth as a, as a sneakier play versus Muller. He's 43, so that, that's not a bad look for you. Um Patrick Wisdom went deep again on Monday. He's 41 if you're stacking Chicago. It's a great spot versus Oviedo. Oviedo, a lot of pitch to contact and lots of walks. Problem is, is the Cubs are so inconsistent. But if you are going to go Cubs, Patrick Wisdom's a good one at 41. Josh Bell went deep on Monday. He's 4K. I don't mind Washington versus Rodgers. I respect Rodgers a lot, so I'm not going to go all in per se like I liked on Monday. Like we're in the Slack chat and about a half hour to an hour before the game, I'm looking at lineups, looking at ownership, and I like, I really like Washington tonight. They're going to be very, very low owned guys. I like Washington a lot. So that's the kind of like I, I got to see lineups. Like sometimes things change. I'm recording this the night before. Things can change from time to time. So I try to jump in and give two cents when I can. Does it always work? No, but it worked very well on Monday night. So Josh Bell at 4K could be a look for you there. Going down below the 4K range at the first base position, you got um, Eric Cosmer versus Muller if you, if you want. Uh, Mount Castle at 34. Lamont Wade Jr. let off for the Giants on Monday. He doubled his first at bat. He's 3,300 uh, against Gray. Garrett Sheets has been crushing it. Um, not Garrett Sheets, Gavin Sheets. Gavin Sheets has been crushing his first base alpha. Eligible is 3,100 versus Ober with deep again on Monday. So that's a really good value at first base or the alpha. I like the White Sox against Ober. Ober's got good stuff, but he gives up a ton of fly balls and a lot of home runs. A lot of home runs. And the White Sox bats have been heating up. So a guy like Gavin Sheets at 31 definitely has a little bit of appeal for me on this slate. Other than that, our boy Nagowski of Pittsburgh's 21. I'll keep using these Pittsburgh value bats because they're so stupid cheap. It allows you to get to the big pitchers. allows you to get another big stack in there. I, I don't care if they don't go off every night because that day they do go off, like they did on Sunday, because they will a couple times a week. It's going to be glorious, absolutely glorious. So uh, I keep going to those those guys. Second base position, uh, you got Muncie again, but Eduardo Escobar, triple and a homer on Monday. He's 57 versus Anderson. He's getting pricey, but really good spot there. Simeon for your Toronto stacks at 54 is a great play. You got Chris Taylor, no arguments there. But going down a little cheaper, um, Brendan Rodgers and Coors at 46. Sure, if you want to. I don't hate it. Cronenworth at 43. Talked about him. He's first base, second base eligible. Uh, Garrett Hampson's in Coors. But Tommy Edmond at 42. If you're going to stack up St. Louis, that's a nice cheapie. But Jonathan India at 4K is outstanding. He put up 20-plus points on Monday. He's hitting very, very well. Leading off for Cincinnati. If you're stacking Cincinnati, India should be in there at only 4K. Really, really good value in that one. Larry Garcia's 39. If you're stacking up the White Sox, I'd rather go India at 4K. But Garcia is going to come in virtually unowned. Uh, Adam Frazier at 37. If you're going all in on Pittsburgh, we'll talk stacks again at the end of the podcast. I'll try to kind of break down uh, how I want to approach them at this point in time. And I'll, I'll go over a few things there. A few others for you here at the second base position. 
If you are stacking Washington, Alcides Escobar's at 32. Uh, he went deep for you on Monday, so that's not the end of the world there. Other than that, like Brad Miller, if he cracks Philly's lineup, he's second base outfield at 2,600. Could be a very, very nice, unique contrarian play at 2,600 bucks. Like people might get all over him because of that triple dong uh, game he had last like week, last week, I think it was. Um, but then again, people might forget about him at 2,600 bucks. Very nice value on this slate. Uh, third base mentioned Escobar already. Justin Turner's 56. He went deep on Monday, but I love Devers at 54 versus Hatch. Boston is in a great spot again. Spot starter Hatch, bullpen for Toronto. Boston's in a phenomenal spot yet again. So Devers at 54. We like that quite a bit. Uh, you can go to McMahon and Coors if you want, but Juan Moncada went deep on Monday. He's 49. Again, I like that. Um, I like that White Sox stack. I think it goes kind of overlooked on this slate. So Moncada at 49 looks pretty, pretty nice. Uh, some cheaper options, mid 4Ks and below, like J.D. Davis. If you're stacking uh, the Mets, you can. He's 46. Um, Johnny VR with the Mets is 43. But Candelario's 42 for Detroit versus Dunning. But Wilmer Flores went, hit a 430-foot bomb uh, on Monday night. He's 4,100 versus Josiah Gray. It's going to be a bullpen game. Monday's a bullpen game for the Dodgers because Gonsolin didn't go deep. Tuesday's going to be a bullpen game for the Dodgers because Gray is not going deep, period, this year. Could be a nice spot for the Giants. 4100 bucks for Wilmer Flores. Uh, Brian Hayes is only 4K if you're stacking up Pittsburgh. Going down cheaper, I mentioned Kevin Biggio is always that kind of unique play with Toronto, and every once in a while he goes off for you. Well, he hit deep on Monday night. They only scored four runs, and he was productive. Imagine if they actually did something. So Biggio at 34, another cheap piece of Toronto to help you be a little different. Um, other than that, though, Jake Berger at 26, if you're going all in on Chicago, don't hate it. I'd rather have Moncada at third base, but Berger can make you – Quite different. And then Wilmer Defoe, third base outfield, Pittsburgh, $2,100. Really, really cheap on this one. Shortstop position. You, know, you got Trevor Story is a great play. Tatis, these are always great plays. Tim Anderson continues to hit everything. He's 5,600. So he's in play. Trey Turner had a monster game on Monday. He's 55. These are, so these are all like kind of stack pieces. You're stacking them up and going that direction. Chris Taylor's in play. Bogarts, if you're stacking Boston. But Shed, if you're stacking. These are all pieces of stacks. If I had to pick one guy as a one off, you know, Stuart, Story and Coors is always pretty tough to pick, but if I had to pick just one guy for my one-off, I'm taking Tim Anderson on Tuesday night for the 5K and above shortstops. Uh, but we go below 5K, tons of more options here. Um, you got Ahmed Rosario, probably not going there, but uh, J.P. Crawford and Coors at 39 if you're not using Marquez. That's a good price tag. Miguel Rojas was leading off on Monday night due to Chisholm being on the I.L. He went deep. He's 3,800. That could be a nice value, but Didi Gregorius in, in uh, Yankee Stadium against Herman 37. That's a really good play for Didi at 37. Glaber Torres had two home runs over the weekend. Maybe he's heating up. Nola's been getting up a lot of home runs. So Torres is 35 if you want to be a little weird on that one. Not saying to go all in on it, but if you're making a bunch of lineups and want to be a little different, not a lot of uh, Yankee exposure probably. Ramon Urias at 24 for your value shortstop as usual because his price never goes up. Outfield position, there'll be tons. Betts was scratched on Monday night, day-to-day. Maybe he comes back, he's 56, fine. Mentioned I love Juan Soto. He was 55. He was he went off on Monday. He's 55 versus Rodgers. Like, I respect Rodgers. I still think Soto, like, he's just raking right now. He's not going to rake every day like he did on Monday, but he is just going to put up consistent production like five or six days a week, it feels like. It's like the old days where Trout, even when he was off, put up 10 points. It feels like Soto's in that little groove like he was in recent years where – even when he has his off days, he'll have a goose egg from time to time. When he has his off days, though, it still feels like he get, like, gets you like eight to ten points. If not, just go bananas again. So Soto at 55, I love. I love Harper in Yankee Stadium. Like narrative street here, he loves playing in the Bronx. He loves the spotlight, all these things. 
Plus, he gets a Herman. So Harper at 54. I love Harper on Tuesday night. I like him a lot. So Harper at 54, get on board there. Nelly Cruz went deep on Monday, 52 versus a lefty. Jordan Alvarez went deep. He also banged, got banged up. So keep an eye on him. He's 5,100. Uh, cheaper plays, though, you got the likes of Springer. If you are stacking Toronto, you can go there at 46. J.D. Martinez is 46 as well. Um, some other cheap plays here. Mitch Hanniger and Coors is 44. Yastrzemski's 44 in a great matchup versus Josiah Gray and the bullpen. That's a good discount. Yastrzemski, was, his price has dropped a little bit, so that's a good price there. Um, the Franimil is always GPP viable. He went deep on Monday. He's, he's 4,400 on Tuesday. You got Grichik in uh, 43. Uh, T. Oscar is 42. So Grichik's higher than T. Oscar now, which is quite intriguing. That's interesting. Um, Brian Goodwin for your Chicago stacks at 41. You got Sed Mullins at 41 as well. Dom Smith there at 4K. He went deep for you on Monday. Going down below 4K now. Tommy Pham's only 39, which is crazy. Jesse Winker. Had a nice night on Monday. Maybe he's waking back up. He's thirty nine hundred bucks, so enjoy him while he's cheap. Not a bad look for you there. Um, uh, Guriel's only thirty eight. Kyle Tucker's only thirty eight. Those are good price points. AJ Pollock at this thirty seven. If you're not using Alex Wood, Pollock's a great tournament play. He's been crushing it right now and has got phenomenal history versus uh, Alex Wood. So Pollock at thirty seven, very very much in play. Will Myers at thirty six. Brian Reynolds at thirty six. Both good values as well. Uh, going down even cheaper now at the outfield position. Dylan Carlson went deep on Monday. Maybe he's going to finally get that thing going. But you got Verdugo at 34 for your Boston Sacks. Grisham at 33 for your Padres. That guy is ridiculously cheap for Trent Grisham. Like 3300 bucks is, is just ridiculous. Conforto is only 32 He double-donged on Monday night. So, yeah, have fun with that one. I know it's lefty-lefty. We talked about reverse splits. Miley goes five, maybe six innings, and you get Reds bullpen. Conforto at 32, very, very good price point there. You got Michael Brantley's only 32. Uh, Gavin Sheets at 31, we talked about him. Akil Badu's only 31. He went deep, drove in runs. He's on fire right now, so that's a great play for Badu at 31, even in cash games. I like that one quite a bit. Duggar's only 3K for the Giants versus Josiah Gray. Kutch, McCutcheon at only 3K in Yankee Stadium is an outstanding value, hitting like cleanup for Philadelphia at $3,000. That is a very big mispricing there. Jason Hayward at 27. Andrew Vaughn at 27 is a good piece of Chicago stack for nice and cheap. I hit six for them. So a good, good piece of the pie on that one. And then your other ones, I mentioned Brad Miller at 26. If you want to go there, he's definitely in play. Cole Calhoun's got a price bump. He's up to 25, but Austin Hayes is only 25. Uh, Danny Santana got some run on Monday. I think he came off the bench, though. He's 2,500 in this game. Uh, some other cheapies, though. Josh Harrison's only 24 for Washington. Victor Reyes had a nice night on Monday night. He's 24 for Detroit. Taylor Naquin, those 2300 bucks had a, like four or five hits on Monday night. So he's a good look there. And your Cincinnati stack's only 2300 There's always so many cheap pieces right now. It's freaking ridiculous. You can play all the pitchers you want, all the big bats with just a couple value guys. Wilmer Defoe at 21. Ben Gamble's only 2 k um, Mr. Jaron Duran hit his first career home run on Monday night. He's 2 k He's hitting second. He's in a great spot against Hatch again tonight. So... Tons of places to go with the bats on this one. Uh, let's check out a recap of your pitchers on this one. Luis Garcia at 10-4. like that one quite a bit. I mentioned I like Darvish a lot, but he's, if he's going to be chalky again, I'm just going to fade it. On a slate like this, I can fade it. Uh, Aaron Nola's the pivot at 95 if you want to take that risk. Otherwise, drop down to some cheaper options in, in Wade Miley and Herman Marquez, who we like a lot in Marquez. Scooble at 77, I'm a fan of, and then Dane Dunning if you have to. Mainly, I'm going Garcia, Nola, Marquez, um, Scooble. That's my main four on this one. 
All right, let's talk about some stacks in this game, and let's talk about how we can make it a little different. I don't mind Washington versus Trevor Rogers. You don't have to be cute there. They're not going to be popular. So play Soto, play Turner, build around that. You don't have to be cute there. But Philadelphia versus the Yankees. Love me some Phillies in this one. And it starts with Bryce Harper. I'll eat the Bryce Harper chalk. I'm fine with that. McCutcheon at 3K, I'll probably eat that chalk too. But now's where you can get different. You can look at the Brad Millers at 26. You can look at going JTR at 5K because maybe he people don't want to pay up for catcher. Reese Hoskins there. Kind of play the game from there. But I'd start with Harper and Kutch. Didi will probably go under own too. Uh, so you got – I start with Harper and Kutch, see how the lineup builds out, and you can mix and match from there. So I like Philadelphia quite a bit. Boston Toronto are both phenomenal plays. Duran's too cheap. That's ridiculous. Verdugo's cheap too, but Duran's too cheap. Uh, I mentioned Bijou on the flip side is way too cheap. So you can mix and match some of the value in there. Kiki Hernandez double-donged on Monday. He'll go virtually overlooked now. So you can kind of mix and match there. Like, I love Devers. You don't have to Bogarts. Bogarts is very good, though. I'm not going to like that about that. I love Devers. JD's heating up. Flip side, you always got Barito. You got Bichette. We talked about this running track here. So you can be different with the Gritchicks of the world and stuff. But Biggio's your main Toronto guy to usually be different. Usually. Maybe that changes eventually. Catchers will always make you different too, more often than not, unless you're like Buster Posey or some of the other guys. So that's where I'd go in that game. Love Cincinnati. Naquin will come in a little low-owned, potentially. Stevenson will come in a little low-owned, potentially. Votto always comes in low-owned. Winker's going to be good. Cast the other night off. He should be back on uh, Tuesday. I love India. Where I would start the build is India, Winker, Naquin. That's still very affordable. And then you can piece in where you want, like Stevenson or Votto or Casty. Mix and match there. I don't mind a four to five guy stack in Cincinnati. I think it's a very, very big one. But I'd start with India, Winker, and Naquin for me. All right. A few other ones. Like you can always go to Detroit for value if you want. That's easy. Um, but the White Sox versus Minnesota, I like a lot. I, I love Mankata and Anderson for sure. But then you got your value we talked about with Berger. With I love Gavin Sheets. He'd be in there. Like if I had to start it out, it'd be um, Tim Anderson, Mankata, Gavin Sheets would be my top three. And then you can piece it in with the Burgers, the Vons, the Lurie Garcias, stuff along those lines. But those would be my big three with um, Mankata, Anderson, Gavin Sheets. Sheets of 31 is very, very cheap and very, very awesome play on this slate. Uh, if you want to go Houston, you can. I'm kind of just going to pass on that one. You could go Colorado, but I'll kind of pass on that as well. And then what I like is the late-night hammer, Giants, Dodgers. Um, see what lineups come out because Wilmer Flores continues to go under-owned, especially for right-handed pitching. It's a bullpen game. He's been hitting all his home runs off righties lately. So keep him in mind. You know, Lamont Wade Jr., Yastrzemski's cheap. Posey's back and hitting already. You can build a fun Giants deck. You don't have to go all in on these ones because these games can be duds. Like this game was three to two in the first. I'm still watching. It's three to two in the fifth right now. Like it looked like it was gonna be a, a freaking barn burner. It slowed down. These are two very good ball teams that really want to win these games. They're gonna a lot of bullpen action here. A lot of mixing and matching here. But uh, for the Dodgers, it's gonna be back to back bullpen games, and that's big. That's very very big. But I don't mind if you want to go Dodgers versus uh, Alex Wood. I talked about AJ Pollock is a great play. Chris Taylor, uh, Muncy, uh, Turner. See if Betts plays. Like the Dodgers are always in play. I say it all the time because they are. But I think the Giants could be interesting. But my main stacks love Cincinnati. Really like the White Sox. Love Philadelphia. So, like, if I had to pick two, it's Cincy and Philly. I'd throw in some um, White Sox behind that, Boston, Toronto. That's kind of where I want to plant my flags. You got Pittsburgh as a great value stack. Again, I know people are like, oh, they didn't do anything on Thursday, Monday. I don't care. They're they're $2,300 or less, the main guys we're looking at. That's fine by me. Um, because like you can play Jaron Duran at 2K, but he'll be like 30% owned, where you can go play Ben Gamble at 2K for 6% owned. 
Ben Gamble's gone deep, what, six times this year? Like he had a double and maybe more hits on Monday. So he didn't go off like Durant did, but he still got you the ownership thing. And if Durant doesn't go deep, he does nothing. Like, so you just, that's the difference in the leverage. Like, I love Durant. I think he's a great play. If you're stacking Boston, sure, but he's going to be chalkier and chalk, chalk. So let's keep that in mind. But uh, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Baltimore, in that order for your value pieces, two to three man stacks at the most for those values. So keep that in mind as well. But if you have any further questions, I'm on Twitter at BDNTrick. Hit me up in the free fantasy DJ and Slack chat. Go listen to Bench with Bubba for your season-long fantasy baseball advice and give it a rate and review on iTunes. comes out every Tuesday and Thursday. To give a rate and review on iTunes for MLB DFS Quick Hits, I would really, really appreciate that as well. Also, if you have not tried out prize picks, I highly, highly recommend it. We nailed the three-pack on Monday. I dropped those picks in the fantasy DJ and Slack chat, and we nailed the five-pack, I believe it was, on Saturday night. So that was really good, too. If you're new to Price Picks, sign up with promo code Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, and you'll get a first-time deposit bonus up to $100. Written content at rotoballer.com. Free DraftKings picks coming out for you on Tuesday. Check out the Rotobar YouTube page to check out this video and much, much more. But for now, everybody, thanks for the kind comments. Kyle in the chat here. I love doing this for you guys. I appreciate it. But uh, good luck on your Tuesday. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Tuesday, July 20th edition. I'm out. <laughs>